What's up, internet? It's your boy Clip the Shadowcaster here with another episode of the Animated Gamers Podcast, where anime and game nerds collide. Thanks for joining us. This week, we're talking all about movie directors. Does knowing a movie director sway you into watching it or in avoiding it? So we're going to talk about some of the top directors from the past couple decades and most likely poop on their work. But before we get into that, I'm joined by my two good friends. First up, we have... What's up, Internet Fox out here? And rounding out the cast as always... Ronnie G, the medicine man. So we got some news updates this week, right? Just run down a couple of the new things that's been happening in the gaming world. Yeah, so, so far right now, uh, on a news update, we got God Awards being delayed till 2022. Any thoughts on that? I'm glad. I mean, just more time to, to work on it, because the first one was a masterpiece. I loved it. I mean, the previous games were dope, too, but just take take your time. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, hey. saying, like, I'm cool with, like, this thing being delayed. This is, like, one of my, like, favorite games of the past couple years, man. And then... When I know they wanted to release DLC like Ragnarok for it, I think Ragnarok was going to be a DLC, and then one of the directors producers like scrapped that whole idea. It was like it's this is too big to be a DLC. It needs to be its own game. So like I'm all for this. I think this game is going in a good direction. Yeah, I fully agree. Anytime uh, one of these AAAs get delayed, I'm never upset. I mean, uh, a la uh, Cyberpunk, we'll talk about that in a second. But I'm, I'm never upset when um, like a AAA game gets delayed. In my opinion, release it right, and we've learned that from Cyberpunk. Release it right. So. Even though I haven't played the last like two God of Wars, I'm still glad that there was like hold up, you know, they took a pause for calls and said let's let's do it right and not have it all messed up. Uh, next up we got Dead by Daylight new season drop June 15th. What you guys what you guys uh, feeling on that one? Oh, um, I'm, I, I fuck with this show. Anything Resident Evil, I fuck with it. Like I uh, like I said earlier, we played the PTB. Like I don't really play PTBs, but I did it for this Resident Evil one, and like I'm all for the killer being Nemesis, Jill and Leon being in there, and just the perks. We have some offensive perks, which like we've been clamoring for forever now. So we finally got it, and I think they're um, going in a good direction with this update. Yeah, the bit that I played was nice. I like the perks. I'm going to try to main Nemesis because his M2 is a little challenging to get down with, but I'm going to play him possibly like Ghostface, which might be more successful. But yeah, I like the offensive perks like you mentioned before. The map is huge, but huge. we'll see what happens in the in the future updates. But overall, I'm glad to see uh, this franchise in the Dead by Daylight universe. You're going to play him like Ghostface and have fucking Nemesis crouching all over the place. Listen, those zombies are the biggest troll, man. The biggest yeah, troll. They are. They are. They are. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the same, like Resident Evil. I, uh, I'm i actually really excited for this season, even though I, I've been off the Dead by Daylight kick just because just, you know, playing it so much is just making uh, it stagnated for me. But this new season actually might really rejuvenate it for me. We got some offensive perks, like Dave said. I still want my shove mechanic, but hey, I'll take a flashbang. I'll take a flashbang for sure. They need to um, up the radius on that. Yeah. 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 They definitely, they definitely need to tinker with that. They definitely need to to tinker with that. They need to, they need to tinker with uh, Nemesis perk too, where, uh, where he spawns and just sees people. He it's, it definitely has to be needs to be needs to be some tinkering with it. But hey, it's just about the drop, so I guess give it some time. Um, Next up, we got No Man's Sky uh, being uh, apparently a huge update. I, I fell off of this uh, big time here after we played that first those first like week. What do you guys think about this? It's mostly visual updates. I'm I'm down with. It. I'm gonna try to get you guys back into it. I know that Ike in the Discord is a huge you know advocate for this game. This is like the second update in the past three months, so they are really putting some more money yeah. into this. They've already added like new mounts. Now this is a whole like graphical update. They have two new game modes, new expeditions, and then from what I'm seeing in the uh, in the trailer here. 
you could already tame animals, but I see the character flying around with the animals, which I think is awesome. So I'm back in this game as soon as I uh, find some room when I get rid of some of this Gears 5 stuff. But yeah, I'm down. I'm down to play it. Now that you mentioned that, I had to uninstall this job for another game, so <laughs> I'm about to reinstall it if I play. I forgot what I um, deleted it for. Uh, it might have been Resident Evil or Ma- Mass Effect. It was for Mass Effect. I had to delete it for it, but I'll eventually uh, download it again. I think I had some I had some space for it, but when I played, it was fun. I know, like, a little frustrating trying to meet up with everyone at some point in the map. Um, I do think they need to, like some of the map just like locations on the map and whatnot because it's kind of confusing but like other than that like i didn't mind the game at all yeah with these expeditions and missions that i I found this one base like a couple weeks after we stopped playing together with that that's more mission based so that it it spawns us together and we do things so they do have a a Mm -hmm. mode for that it's just because it's so creative and expansive like you said like minecraft i i know i get sidetracked a lot you'll be like cliff i'm on this planet i'm gonna be on the other planet five minutes later trust me but We'll see what what these new missions and stuff uh, have, and if you guys are, are on board for trying them out. Yeah, one hundred percent. One the piggyback of what you said about them updating uh, again in like the last three months. Uh, I said this before. What they were up for E three for like most improvements or something like that. I forget what the exact award was for. I think it was ongoing uh, game, right? Ongoing game. There it is. Ongoing. Yeah. yeah, and um, and I said it. I said it back then. Whatever episode that was um, with the podcast that these guys were. This was a dead game at one point, and these guys brought it back from the dead rejuvenated and now it's definitely has a cult following and it's well beloved and, and deservingly so i i would i would say that i wish they had some type of teleportation uh system in a game where you can uh teleport to your friends because that is kind of you know you load up the game to play with your friends and i get it it's supposed to be expansive but if i could just meet up with my friends whenever i, I chose to then that'd be that'd be real great um, next up, we got a big oof here. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy Season 2 was canceled before it even started. Uh, I watched this. I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it. I was kind of intrigued, but I, I always, I just felt like uh, this is another one of those situations where I feel like if it was just a little bit more dark, uh, then I probably would have, I would have probably would have liked it a lot more. Kind of like how uh, The Boys is. Uh, what do you guys think? If more stuff um, happened, it would have survived. Literally, this whole season takes place in three issues of the comic it's so much fluff and filler in this in the series that i don't i, I don't care that that is that is canceled honestly i mean i would have liked to see what the comics had and i you know take off my nerd glasses here it's just that it was just so much shit that didn't really need to be in here because all the cool stuff happens in issue four and beyond right and before you go i'll just say the even though i didn't read the the comics i felt the same way that it was like stuff missing and i don't know what's missing because i didn't read the comics but i just i felt it too i i, I had that feeling like there was a lot that i was not being given what you think dave even though you didn't watch it i mean i ain't watch it um and season two getting canceled just backed me up on that so i'm fine with it they are gonna they're gonna give us the, the spinoff though you gonna watch that <laughs> i mean i'll check it out i mean like ron says this thing when i in the previews it just didn't seem dark like he said and then again i'm not familiar with the comics of this too i never knew what this was until until like uh, I saw it on the Netflix previews, and I took it as this thing looks like it belongs on Disney Channel or something. But you know, and that and that's the Damn. most annoying part about it because that's how it felt, and it tried to present itself in a dark way, and that's just not what what was happening on the screen. So that was frustrating for me. But I but if a second season would have came out, I would have watched it. I would have given it a chance, but it's canceled, and it's probably for the better. Uh, but like in its defense, though, like I probably wasn't on board on it right away because like. This was at the time where we just got off of Jack's, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
um, all the Disney Plus series being uh, released. So we just been probably like I was just like heroed out at the moment. So like I just I wasn't looking for anything superhero related, superpower related. So that's that was the main reason why I didn't watch it. And then hearing you guys watch it and then some of your dislikes with it just made me just pushed it down the list for me. And the funny thing is, it would have been so successful because they catered this show to be more in line with those things. And it's a spoiler. You're not going to see it animated. So here's a spoiler for the comic book. You can mute it for the next couple seconds. I won't go too in-depth with it. But uh, I'm just going to say it. The best part is when they kill Sheldon, right? Everybody jumps and kills him because they don't believe in his ideology in issue three. And his son is like an asshole. And like he has to... What's his brother, Walt? He becomes yeah. like this Nazi dictator of the, of the planet, and everybody has to fight against him. And that's that's what makes it cool. And they completely shot away from that stuff in, in the series, which I think yeah, was uh, the, 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 and, wrong, the wrong decision. Right, and, and, and I, I don't want to go into tangent on it, but I think the main reason why they did that is because, if you think about it, like they paid... Uh, I can't think of his name right now, um, but they pay like this prominent, well-known actor to play this protagonist. And that would have made it so dope. Imagine three, three episodes in, maybe even five episodes in, they kill him. Right. And, uh, the guy who plays Ned Stark. Shout out to you. I always forget your name, buddy. But like you know, everything he's in, he dies. He right? always yeah, so maybe, dies. Sean Bean. They should just got him. There you go. There you go. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. They should just get him to play that because if that's the case, and, and I didn't know that, then. They should have did that because then guess what? I'd have been more engaged and, and, and more interested of you know the story. Like I said, the only thing that was missing for me is that it was trying to present itself in a dark way and it was trying to say that it was going in that direction, which I knew it was, but it never did it. And and that and that was the that was the thing that bothered me. We're never going to see Bruno Mars. One of the most powerful beings look like Bruno Mars. That's actually kind of funny. Um, next next we have uh, Cyberpunk got a new game director. Um, it got a background in. Uh, Making Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Inquisition, Star Wars: The Old Republic, and Rise of the Hut Cartel. I have no idea what that is. Uh, what do you What do you think uh, this bring this this uh, new director, game director Gabriel Amatangelo? I might have butchered that. What do you What do you think that might bring? That was better than what I could do, bro. Uh, <laughs> I've never like I can't think of any times where this has happened in recent memory where a game director was appointed. I mean, I probably overlooked something that maybe happened last year. But at this point, I think that with so many people leaving this this game, I don't really have a lot of faith in the, in, in the, the future of this game, honestly. They're going to have to spend a lot of money, which is probably going to cause more people to lose their jobs. And yeah, I, I just don't know what this what's going to come of it, because I don't really even care to go back and play this game now. Like, I have no desire to go back and play it. I've, I upgraded my PC to play it. It didn't work. Driving was was a nightmare. There's just so many fundamental things wrong with the game that I don't really see myself going back to play it. I agree with him. I mean, I haven't played this game, but it might be too late for this game. Cause I like the whole anthem thing when they released that, and then they had to go back and redo everything, then recant, then cancel all that shit, and then just basically give up on the game. I think that's what's about to happen to this man. Um, I don't know how long it's gonna take for they actually give up on it because it's such a big name. But this game deserves everything that's happening to it. You, they knew when they released this game, all the bugs, all the glitches. They showed everything on, at E3 or whatever for the PS5. Never showed anything for like the older generation systems or didn't say how it was going to play. But they knew it wasn't going to be good, but they still released it. So they deserve everything that's happening to them. I hope other game developers learn from this, but more than likely they're not going to. Because these crunch times, all these different things that's going you know beyond the developers. This is like the publishers, I, I believe, that are putting all this pressure on people. 
and of course the fans. But this could be a, a learning moment for other studios. But as far as CD Projekt Red, I mean, they came back from the dead before with uh, the Witcher game because that mm-hmm. had a pretty shitty launch as well. And they came back from the dead. Maybe that could happen here, but I doubt. Yeah, like but, you said, I doubt it. It's just that, like, like how many people who played the game like feel the same way you feel, Cliff? Like, they don't care to go back, or they already beat the game and they're like, they, they with, they withstood all those bugs, all those glitches to beat the game, and now you're telling them that you're getting a new director and trying to bring them back? It's just, it's just no, bro. I just don't see it happening, dude. Yeah, I, I, my, I, I keep it short. Um, I'm glad that they're try, they're trying to make a change. At least they're recognizing that there's something's wrong. But I'm also low key happy that all this is happening to them because they one they piped it up beyond all belief. Mm-hmm. It was never going to live up to the hype, whether it was fixed or not. And two, the fact that you guys put out a, a you know, just bad product and you knew that it was a bad product. Also, it's kind of like haha, nana, na boo boo. That's what you get. But we're well, this is the second time we actually seen this happen in recent memory, which is anthem and now this so i'm i'm glad that this thing's happened things like this like they had to suffer for you know and i know i don't think god of war was ever going to be out bad but for god of war to say you know what let's take our time with this you know or let's say gta was on the, on the verge of dropping right the new gta which is probably never going to drop but let's just say it was and whatever happened to uh cyberpunk it was like hold on let's just put this off for another year you know what i'm saying like so they they stay uh, failed and a lot of the places going to succeed. So in, in contrast, we'll get better games now because nobody wants to be the meme. Nobody wants to be cyberpunk now. Mm-hmm. So but like in like, I guess in their defense is like us as fans, we got to be more understanding than what we are when things get delayed. I disagree with that. I yeah, disagree we, with that. You think, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm saying that if somebody, if a game gets delayed, we got to accept it. We can't just like, oh, yeah, like nah, man, you, we can't be like, nah, man, you need to release. I've been waiting, blah, blah, blah. This game needs to get released. We can't be like that. And then when it gets released, something like this happens and, and then we bash them. I think the thing with Cyberpunk is they delayed it so many times. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel you 100%, but they, it was like three or four times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree that we should be, we should be uh, more patient with the games. Um, but I, but I don't think uh, we should be at fault either. Since they put out a bad product, they should just delay it again. They're the parent. Think of it this way: they're the parent, we're the children, right? They should just knew what was best to do. Yeah, but to Cliff's point, they delayed it like four times. Imagine getting delayed a fifth time. Would yeah. you delay it a fifth time or get or get in a crappy game? That's my. That's my. Yeah, I, me, me, but me. Like you know how we are. Right. We're fine. Like right. we just said. Like we're glad God Award didn't get delayed. That's us. But we can't speak for everybody. That's and true. somebody else, you get delayed a fifth time. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not buying this game. I don't care what happens. So they're just, that, I don't that, know, that, just speaking for ourselves, I think I, I'd be cool if it got delayed quite a bit. Yeah, that definitely comes down to just money, though. They put so much money to develop it, and they're not seeing nothing back. So it's like, yo, you got to just got to put this out or else. And and that, and that and they got the result. They got the result. <clears throat> oh, well, let's just uh jump into the main discussion topic of the day. Do directors sway your movie choice? Yes or no? I'm going to let Cliff money. cook. Uh-huh. Cliff, Cliff about to, he about to destroy somebody. Somebody about to quit right now. Just go ahead and check off some of these directors from ever being guests. Oh, here we go. Oh, so it's me now. All right, so, so Ron already did this earlier this year. Okay, so now it's my turn. <laughs> For the most part, yes. Only because they flaunted around so much. Bought to you by the person who did this or bought to you by the studio who did this. It's like, okay, what are you going to give me? You're going to give me the same thing you're telling me? Like in these titles, or are you going to give me like what's the reason behind this? Because it's been so many times I could be burned by these people. You know, some of the folks I'm thinking of, like Michael Bay, 
Mm-hmm. I heard this. Uh, it hurts to say this, but M Night Shyamalan, he's had some genius me. stuff, but don't hurt me. When I see his name, I roll my eyes. I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan, he's like on a huge pedestal. I don't think he. Listen, we about to lose so many people. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? After all, after the three you named, I would probably pick him to have the better movies. I think what now, Chris, his thing is the look, and the like the the feeling of old Hollywood. I think people like that aesthetic. And he, I think he is, he thinks he's too smart for himself or for regular people. Because every time you talk to someone about Inception or Tenet, you, it, it's my fault that I didn't get it, right? Right. So I think that's right. the thing with Chris Nolan. Like, he has some good ideas and, you know, whatever. I like Memento. You know, every, every fan has to, like, you know, say those types of things. But for the most part, I think he's, he's overrated. How do you guys feel? I know Zack Snyder. Is um is is, I mean, is a huge. So, when I I'm not I'm not I'm not a I'm not a name guy or face guy. Have I said multiple times? But it it is hard to not like I don't know who started that, and I and I kind of want to say it was Spielberg. I, 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 I was about to say I, I was like I say I don't I don't want to jump the gun, but I kind of want to say it was Spielberg. That's what I want to say. So I don't know I don't have too much history of you know filmmaking knowledge, but that's the first thing I can ever remember. You know, directed by Steven Spielberg, right? So. Mm-hmm. He started it. It's his fault. <laughs> but um, I definitely, I definitely, I don't, I, it don't sway me either way, right? So I, if I look at it and see Michael Bay, I know what to expect. And my thing is, is like, all right, so I know it's going to be a helicopter crash. Like, that's always a joke with Michael Bay, right? It's always like a, a, a helicopter being blown up or slow-mo from a helicopter or something like that. So much so slow I, motion. So much slow-mo. He, everything he does is in slow-mo. And then uh, I guess for the viewers, for guys who know Michael Bay, so he's directed things like Transformers, Bad Boys, Underground. Um, it's just name a, just name a, a top, some of his top ones that you guys probably have seen. And so I don't think that it was Transformers turning start turning to a bad movie was also his fault either. But it also did get dull as hell. It was just explosion, explosion, get down, the world's over, and it was just super annoying for me. So 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 he does have a bad taste in my mouth. Whereas like if it's directed by Michael Bay, I'm like. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm gonna watch this. And, and it's funny because I watched that new his newest movie, I guess, which is was Six Underground with Ryan Reynolds. And I actually was telling you guys about this a few weeks ago about how I enjoyed. That's one of the rare movies I really enjoy. Ryan Reynolds kind of not being Ryan Reynolds, even though he kind of was. But I didn't know it was directed by him. It didn't do directed by Michael Bay. It didn't do that stupid shit anymore. So maybe that's why I enjoyed it because maybe I would have just looked at it and said, "Oh, it's Michael Bay. I'm not gonna enjoy this on purpose." But you know, not meaning to do it on purpose. Uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah, I don't know what to really think of this guy. To be honest with you, like, I look at his. It's, <laughs> right. it's, it's hard to be critical, I think, because yeah, I, it's just a lot of studio stuff that happened with the DC thing, and we, we feel you know sympathy for him for those things. But for the most part, it, and I think he's also tied up in a lot of comic book adaptations too, which is really hard to gauge his creative eye because all of it's been superhero that type of mentality iconography as i mentioned last week we're just getting that from him and it's, it's getting mm-hmm. super stale yeah and to, and to give a quick catalog about him so we got obviously the infamous noun just zach snyder's justice league dawn of the dead a personal favorite of mine batman versus yeah Man. one of the best yeah sucker punch um we all agree man of steel is one of the best superhero movies of all time 300 everyone love Watchmen is on. Watchmen is, is in this catalog also, which I, I'm always on the fence about if I like Watchmen a lot or not, and I and it's always comes down to that it's a really fucking long movie. I swear. Um, I I don't know. 
I, I really I feel like I, I feel like I don't have enough to really judge Zack Snyder off as well, I um, with Michael. Zack Bay. Snyder, like you're gonna get a bad storyline from him. You're That's gonna get true. pretty good act. You're gonna get pretty good action, really good action and good choreography from that. But like story wise, and some writing, you probably if you're looking for like a story and shit that makes sense and some good writing, you probably want to stay away from. Zack Snyder. Right. So I wonder if these guys play to their strong suit. Like Michael Bay knows, like I'm good at blowing things up, and then Zack Snyder goes, "I'm good at making things look nice." Because I, I feel like Zack Snyder movies are always very well choreographed. Like everything looks seamless most of the time. And but like you said, the stories normally are just very, very lackluster. Minus the Dawn of the Dead, even though it's not much of a story, but I did, I did think that it was solid. Like there was not really many holes in the story. And obviously, 300 was a, it's, it's a, a historical story, so you kind, you kind of couldn't fuck that up. So, I I agree with the the story sense of it, but I I don't I really can't sit here and just judge judge Zack Snyder. I really can't sit here and say uh, if I it's hit or miss. Going through his catalog, it's definitely hit or miss. I'm like, okay, I enjoyed this. Nope, hated that. Okay, I enjoyed this. This was stupid. Like just just going through his catalog. So if it, I don't know if I seen his name on something, I probably would just I probably would just go, oh, let's give it a chance. But for sure, Michael Bay. If I see his name on something, I'm like, you know what? This is probably gonna be ass. Here's the thing with Zach right. too. I need something that's not based off something, mm-hmm. like something that's mean, something that doesn't already exist. Because three three hundred is a comic book. Watchmen's right. a comic book. Sucker Punch right. mm, is comic book like. I mean, it's basically a fantasy comic book. Man of Steel comic book. Yep. Wonder Woman comic book. All these things here. Dawn of the Dead is like zombie. So it's it's kind of a comic book because we all know what that is. I want to see a completely fresh idea. From him, not based off something or not like, yeah, something completely new. I think that'll be a good yep. way. And since 2004, it looks like everything he's done has been based off something. You know, right. granted one or two things, but they look like everything maybe, else. Maybe that's why, like, it's hard to just gauge, like, like what's good, right? Like, so, like, who would we define, like, it's just good? And I think all of them are decent. So, I think it's hard to be like, Zack Snyder is great or he will sway me like if i go oh man you know who'd be great directing this Zack snyder you know like i i can't i can't sit here and just defiantly say that because like you said of his catalog just in general i, I think Zack snyder is like it's like pizza sort of like you know what you're going to get right when you order it sometimes it's really good sometimes it's, it's just average and i think a lot of his stuff is like is like that pizza Zack snyder the pizza okay Zack the pizza snyder I would have to agree with Cliff on this one. Like, they do persuade me if I'm going to go watch a movie. Because, like, if I see, like, directed by Michael Bay or directed by M. Night Shyamalan or Christopher Nolan or Zack Snyder, you're telling me you don't, your actors aren't big enough or you don't think your actors are big enough to sell this movie. So you have to use your name to sell it. And, like, with Michael Bay, like Ron said, you're going to expect a bunch of explosions. I think he's good for one movie, not a whole series. Because after a while, you'll get tired of those all those fucking explosions. Like, Transformers 1 was really good. I enjoyed it, but then you get the two, three, four, five, and you see nothing but explosions, helicopter crashes, buildings falling. It gets it gets old after a while, man. Especially when you're sitting there for a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, so like name, the name any of the dialogue they said in Transformers, I dare you. I haven't seen it in a while. It's just Shia LaBeouf screaming. That's like yeah, the thing of. It. It's yeah, him just it. yelling. I mean, there's like a compilation on YouTube, like an hour of him just screaming. Oh. <laughs> I gotta see this now. <laughs> but like M Night Shyamalan, I, I'm just not. I'm not a fan, bro. I'm just, I'm just not. I fuck with Shyamalan. I fuck with Bro, his, his, his early work, his early work is really good. Sign, Split, um, Unbreakable, um, some of his uh, earlier movies. They're, they're good. But then you get to The Village, 
Then you get to Lady in the Water. I fuck with the, the village. village. I like the village. You fuck with the village? The only, I, the village. I think the thing I that made people upset was the end. And and that's yeah. what Shyamalan's thing. Shyamalan's thing is the twist, right? I forgot which mm -hmm. was it. Um, Family Guy or Simpsons? They talked about with it. With the twist, it was Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's his thing. But I, yeah, I don't mind that. I, I fuck with science. You know the what? ending, I see go, why back. it would make people upset, but it did ruin it for me. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna check out the village, bro. Lady in the Water, trash. I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm not going back and watching that. But the village, I, I'll go back and check it out. Some of these movies, I might have been like a little too young to understand, but. And then he made that Avatar 3D movie, so let's not forget about that. Yeah. So when I so when I see M Night Shyamalan, like I kind of, I kind of just like tend to stay away from the, the last, movie. But the, at the, at the same time, yeah. yeah, it's funny because it's the opposite of, of Zack Snyder. He gets something that's, that's a, basically <laughs> created, like the the last Airbender. Mm -hmm. Just do that, and he it's five percent. Uh, like really like Shyamalan, bro. Like it's like for some reason his name. Like even though I say like it kind of shies me away. But like you can't for some reason I don't know if it's just his name it's just it carries weight like when you see something produced by M Night Shyamalan or it might be because I'm like a horror buff and like this is like kind of his genre like terror and all that shit so it kind of attracts me to it so I, I kind I give him chance after chance after chance and then it's just I don't know man it's just that lady in the water thing just left a really bad taste in my mouth and uh, uh, <laughs> no go ahead go ahead finish and to Cliff's point about Christopher Nolan, like I do think he's he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. I don't think you can get up and go to the restroom during a Christopher Nolan movie. You have to pay attention to oh, all two you have to pay attention to all two and a half hour of the whole movie to understand what's gonna happen at the end. I mean he's the one like, that Chris fought for, for Tenant to be in theaters, remember? That was the he was mm -hmm. holding on to that all last yep. year. For and it prestige. to be kind of mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> prestige, I tell people Prestige, I tell people all the time, like, if you're going to watch this movie, you need to pay attention. This isn't one of those movies where you can hear the background noise and be on your phone. Like, you have to pay attention to see what's going on. And, like, like the Cliff points, like, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room, and I guess he just wants to... I don't know if he, it's a way he just wants to show how smart he is, or if he wants, like, to see if anyone catches on to it, if that show makes sense. Show you how dumb you are. <laughs> yeah, show you how dumb you are and how smart, and, like, I guess, I don't know how smart he is, but... I don't know. Sometimes I think like some of his movies are just like, and then he did Inception too, which I kind of didn't get. At... It's I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. His movies, like I said, you need to have. You can't watch it on his movies if you're like if it's like ten o'clock at night and like you dead tired and like you dozing off. You got to pay attention to his movies. You can't like doze off and then just like half half. -ass. You can't half ass his movies. You got to be in his movies one hundred percent in order to know what's going on. You got to take notes and shit too. <laughs> He reminds yeah. me of like uh, I think it's his writing style. It's so dense, right? And the it's like very I wouldn't even say Shakespearean. That's like a kind of I can't think of a, another word, but it's it reminds me of Rick Remender, um, and and uh, what's his name? I keep thinking of the feeling the artist, but the writer who did the most popular Avengers run a couple years ago. His dialogue is the same. is is super dense, but it's intelligent. Mm -hmm. So you kind of feel like you're getting smarter watching it and reading it, but. I think that's he's he's like that for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. uh, I thought I, I could probably knock him like Shyamalan, Christopher Nolan out real fast. Um, as far as him like Shyamalan go, I, I agree with you, uh, Dave. Like I, I like the one. It's like the it's like the Michael Bay thing. It's like so if you gonna blow everything up, obviously his uh, M Night Shyamalan thing is the twist. So it's kind of like if it's one twist, it's uh you know you you seen one twist, you've seen them all. Obviously, The Sixth Sense was like you know the biggest movie you know twist. Uh, 
especially at that time, like people still talk about that. You know, that's still like you know a cultural thing. Um, Lady in the Water definitely left mm -hmm. a bad taste. In mm -hmm. uh, especially when uh, and I, I watched a lot of uh, like uh, behind the scenes stuff leading up to this, and he was explaining in a way like this is gonna be like the new age of storytelling. Like this, this movie is gonna be big. He basically was piping this movie up. Like this movie is gonna be big. People gonna be. He thought he like, was ahead of his time. Yeah, he moment. thought. Yeah, he thought he was like, he was off the chain. Like he, he thought he was definitely <laughs> gonna be somebody crazy. He had a, he had that. a great cast too. He had Paul Giamatti, uh, Bryce Dallas cast. Howard was in there, Jeffrey Wright was in there. All these people are super successful now. And it was really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, and he definitely ruined uh, the last Avatar because and. Uh, and the the one of the reasons why he he uh, last sorry, last Brenda the one of the reasons why he ruined that movie obviously for like fans especially like me is that he changed the Fire Nation to like only be able to use fire when fire was available and that's not that's not what it was and he said and I watched the behind the scenes he said because he didn't think it was fair uh that was the whole point there was supposed that's to be the whole... but, you know so, it's not fair yeah. too that most of that movie was whitewashed even though he's a brown director but that's let's go yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. That's it's true, important man. though, because he is he is a part of that. Yep. You know, that is yep. what took it. Kind of took me out of it while watching it. So then, uh, Christopher Nolan, Tenet was trash. I don't care nobody say. I, I he just wanted it. to say that shit. Tenet, Tenet was trash. <laughs> um, looking through his catalog though, I I can't say I really hate these movies. I I like uh like Prestige, obviously uh Batman. I got on I got up here. Um, I didn't see Dunkirk. I mean, I heard it was good. Interstellar, I, Interstellar, I actually really did enjoy, and I don't, and like you said, to you, what you said, like you had to pay attention. You had to pay attention, but you really didn't have to. It was kind of like an action flick. But Inception, you had to pay attention to it, and they tried to be way more smart than it had to be in the movie. And I feel like that was by design to make you confused, so then later you couldn't be sure if you liked it or not. And I feel like Tenet did the same thing from start to beginning, like constantly just trying to make you confused about what's actually going on, to then later on the end and be like, aha, did you get it? And you're like, no, 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 oh. no. When that's oh, your quirk, just, you got like dumb. Shyamalan with the the twist, and then him is like you have to watch it multiple times. And I think Memento, right. which is one of my favorite movies from him, kind of started that trend where you have to watch it multiple times to get it. Which I don't, I think it's kind of a cheesy way to get to make your movie like critically acclaimed yeah. or if you design it that way. Yeah, Christopher right. Nolan type of movies, you got to rewind a few times to see to catch what you thought you missed. Dude, I watched Tenet. Uh, when I said it today, after I watched it, I watched Tenet like one and a half mm -hmm. times because I, I watched like I watched like forty five minutes of the movie and felt like I, I didn't understand nothing. Like I, I missed it. That's why I feel like I watched. He was like, well, yeah, <laughs> let's try again. <laughs> uh, and uh, even the missus, when it was over, I was like, so did you enjoy that? She literally was like, I don't even know what happened. I was like, yeah, this is this is this was this was some BS. And. And and I thought it was just me. So when I even when I went to go told you guys like, listen, I enjoy it. And then and then uh, Cliff goes, he reveals, yeah, I, I'm trying to watch it for like the fourth time. And I was like, oh okay, so it, it wasn't just us. Uh, this joint just like that. Yeah, I watched I'm the end again a few days ago, and I watched YouTube videos, you know. But I still I feel unsatisfied after everything is said and done. Mm -hmm. I'm debating if I want to watch it. I joined like two two hours and some change. I'm like, do I really want to watch this to be hella confused and get a headache at the end of this shit? I think I watched it like <laughs> completely three times. Mm. You still don't know what Walk. happened. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys think about James Wan? I fucked with James Wan. Then again, like you guys know, I'm a big horror buff. He started off with Saw, which was really good. Then it turned into a money grab. Then the whole Conjuring series is great. With I, I love both of them. And then Insidious is really good. Dead Silence was not. I didn't fuck with it. That would like that. That would probably be his miss on my part. Then you got some random shit on here. Then like uh, 
Aquaman, and then Furious 7. Furious 7 is just stupid awkward, but I guess you don't want to be typecast as a director, too, just like you wouldn't be wouldn't want to be typecast as a actor. So I can definitely see like him branching out. So it's good for them. Yeah, same. I, I haven't watched all of his films, but, you know, <laughs> when James Wan, his name comes up, it's always in a positive light. You know, he has made some of the greatest horror films of our generation, I would say. Um, and the aesthetic looks nice. The thing with Insidious and The Conjuring, now, now I'm looking at it, it makes sense. It's the same director. I get them confused all the time. It's the same mm-hmm. film to me. Same. Same. But yeah, I don't have any... I mean, other than Aquaman, which it is what it is. I, so I, I fuck God. with And then, like, he produced Mortal Kombat, so that's a good start to a video game. Right. So, like, I mean, man, right track here, bro. If I, if I, if I had to say out of all, all these uh, guys... I think James Wan has the the, the collection. To, um, the only collection that I could sit here and say I've watched most of these and enjoyed most of these. And uh, and I and Aquaman, I definitely didn't watch Mortal Kombat. Obviously, recently just came out. I love the uh, Insidious and Conjuring. Uh, even the Saw obviously mm-hmm. became it came a money grab. Dead Silence wasn't wasn't that good, even though you said you didn't watch it. It wasn't that good. But he also, even though he has one fast, he has one uh, the Fast Seven and then the Aquaman on there. So it's kind of like he don't have like a, a, a huge array. But out of uh, all the other directors, um, he does. He seems like the only one that actually stepped out of his comfort zone. And actually, was uh, I mean, you couldn't, you can't mess up. We can, we can direct Fast Seven. I mean, no one can mess up. Hey, I want to direct <laughs> Fast Thirteen. Let me get that job. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Like no one's, uh, no one can mess that up. But uh, so it's it's definitely to see him step out of his uh comfort zone. And and this is a director that I was unaware of. Like, cause I like I said before, I don't really know the names or even definitely the the faces to the names. Like these guys could walk past me in the street, and I would never know. I would I would never know, right? In and your uh, defense, like a lot of James Wan movie, it, it doesn't like smack you like directed by James Wan, like it does like Michael Bay and Christopher Nolan. Right. It's like subtle in there. Like you got to be watching the movie, and then in the beginning, it would say when they show the whole cast and everything it'll say directed by james watt right yeah so so to to not know this person now 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 he's on my radar where it's like okay now if if i hear you know that he's uh working on something i'm definitely gonna perk my ears up and be excited for it because uh i i out of all the catalogs i would say him and christopher nolan's are the only ones i can sit here and say like you know what you got a you got a nice catalog here i've watched all these and enjoyed most of these and everybody else is just like like ah like ah like i could i could have not watched this i could have not watched that but uh, this, yeah, this guy is definitely uh, going to be my radar now. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch the Conjuring three and whatnot. But tomorrow, he's yeah, definitely got yeah. my idea going for like future episodes too. I wanted to look at some other directors and maybe even producers or companies because sometimes those things sway me too. If I know the producer or even mm-hmm. like the writer, because I, right, for the most part, even though the director is the most important quote unquote because they, you know, adapted the screenplay. You know, writing is super important, like we said with uh, Christopher Nolan's movie. Like, how the things are written, how is the character developed over time? How do they get us they from don't. point A to B? He said, it. but yeah, I mean, I, I would mind, I wouldn't mind exploring some of these uh, these other topics in the future too. Now that we're talking about this, yeah, for sure. Um, All so forward, that, last on the list, we got Catherine Bigelow. This is some. Uh, this is another person that I, I never knew uh, directed some movies that I did watch. Some I enjoyed, and, and a lot of them I haven't watched. So I, I don't know too much about this uh, person. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys cook a bit. Yeah, the thing with Catherine is I know that she is a very sought-after director. She doesn't direct as often. Um, and then I think when she has hits or 
you know, they, they really hit. And then when she misses, she might be under a little more scrutiny than other directors um, for multiple okay. reasons. Well, well, Detroit, because the two movies beforehand, The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, got huge acclaim. I mean, we got, you know, Hawk, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So all the directors and, and actors in those movies, you know, have gone on to make a lot more money because of Catherine's um, direction there. But then Detroit didn't do too well. I think it's also I wonder why. because of the year that it came out. Yeah, it was a lot of real life shit that happened that year. And it was focusing on police brutality and all that stuff. Um, it was it was a pretty hard watch, but it was necessary. And I think that whatever she comes out with next will be a, a hit. But yeah, I just I just thought with Catherine, um, her movies are, are are pretty dope. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with her catalog either. I mean, I heard of the Heart Locker. I I've seen Zero Dark Thirty. That was pretty good. But other than that, I already haven't seen anything that she's directed. But like, if Cliff gave her approval, you know, she must be she must be sending out some fire. So I might have to check out some of these. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know Strange Days is is one. There's a new movie that's coming out talking about Christopher Nolan. It's, it's starring uh, Hugh Jackman. It looks like Inception. And it's like a combination between Strange Days and um, another time travel type movie. Or I guess Inception. But yeah, I mean, if, if you can get your hands on this film from 1995, 90, I would say definitely go back and watch it. It has uh, Ralph Fiennes in there, Angela Bassett is in there, and Juliette Lewis. So it's, it's, a, it's a who's who of the 90s. Yeah, I, d- I also... Uh... Like I'm also happy to like even know about her, Catherine, um, because I don't know too many female directors that's in the biz, and, and I'm quite sure that's probably by unfortunate design. But uh, I don't know too many, so now on purpose, I'm going to like you know seek out her movies just to see what that what the the uh what they'll entail because I, I never knew of this director and, and like a lot of these directors, but it's I'm never oh, definitely aware of the female directors, and I'm quite sure there's a plethora of them, and I just don't know them, and I probably watch plenty of the movies. But it's it's weird to uh, see that a lot of females don't get the notoriety for whatever reason, and for you to say that she has like crazy like you know highly acclaimed movies, and for me to not know who this person is, uh, minus James Wan, I, everybody else I knew of or heard of, right? So. You know, women don't get it. to fill upwards like, you know, J.J. Abrams and, and Zack Snyder. If, they're, if, they're movie, if their Favorite movie video. doesn't hit what they need to hit when it comes to women, right? for the most part, you don't, you know, they, they kind of go away. But J.J. Abrams can be given Superman, can be given, you know, mm-hmm. Star right. Wars, can be given Star Trek. How do you, Star Wars and Star Trek and fuck them both up. How do you do that? My boy better go for the tangent. You better close this job. Yeah, let's close. <laughs> uh, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely add one to the to the women uh, list. Uh, Catherine Hardwick uh, is somebody who directed uh, Twilight. <laughs> that oh, job yeah, was fire. Yeah, yeah I know we gotta go back to that series anyway. I know Bugsy trying to talk about that. Yeah, I told you movie movie night. But uh, yeah, wow. Catherine Hardwick. Uh, there's a there's a another uh, two other movies I also watched that's by her. Um, is uh, it's, uh, you guys probably watch it too. Uh, I know uh, my sisters was huge on this movie. Uh, the movie called Thirteen, which was like a small film. It, it basically just entails like a thirteen-year-old girl. Living I've seen it. Yeah, it, it it was like on Lifetime back in the day when we were kids. Um, mm-hmm. and it, was, it was huge. It was huge. Like everyone was talking about it and or watching it. And uh, Lords of Dogtown is another one that uh, that she did that I also enjoyed. I think hold on, hold on. That That's my I think shit. yo, that Lords was heartbreaking. Of my shit. Yeah, yeah, I think so, I know what you're talking so, about. That shit is heartbreaking, bro. 13 or Lords of Dogtown? Lords, Lords of Dogtown. Dogtown. Yeah, yeah it, is. Dogtown. Yeah, it is. So, so, so even though I, I, I joke about the, the Twilight thing, even though I love the Twilight, that shit is fire, son. Should have got Golden Globes, but whatever. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> Golden Globes. <laughs> 
but uh, but but she does have she has a, a nice plethora of movies. Like if you go through our catalog, so thirteen, like I mentioned, Twilight, Lords of Dogtown. I got uh, Red Riding Hood. I did not watch that. Miss you already. Uh, and she got a couple of Disney ones on here too, like Freak One Time, which is a, a Disney a TV show. I think it is. So she has a nice like catalog plethora of things that she has directed. So I definitely want to throw her name uh in the ring too. Twilight Golden Globes. Oh, you in conclusion, what? directors yeah. definitely sway us whether we think it does or not. Cause Golden uh, now now that I'm now that I like I said I am aware of James Wan, I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for like his next project, for sure, for sure. Better be on your head, yep. boy. You better not be fuck your next time. <laughs> yeah, the next thing I watch, it better be fire. <laughs> better be. But uh, yeah. So, that was great. Yeah. I, I like I like this. Uh, I want to know what everybody else think. I, I definitely need to get this. Cause we definitely need to get this going in the Discord. I want to know what everybody else think. Do people go sort out these movies like I'm about to do James Wan now? I'm about to be all down his motherfucker. I'm about to be like, yo, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> Run up on it. Yeah, I like to know what you guys think too. Um, if, if these sway you, because I know actors were the thing of the of yesteryear, but now directors yeah. and producers yeah. start yeah. to be like. This is why I'm watching films. Um, but yeah, anyways, thanks a lot for uh, hanging out with us today. We, most, uh, we appreciate that. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And join our Discord so you can be a part of the conversation. And until next time, take care. Let's go.